The following is a paid commercial advertisement for Bancorp Insurance. The views and opinions expressed within do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management at Horizon Broadcasting Group. Now it's time for Insurance Talk with Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasur on 105.7 KQAK and KQAK.com. Buying a house is exciting and stressful no matter what age you are. Could be the first time you've bought a home or maybe you're an experienced purchaser. Signing the papers and finding out your insurance cost is never the fun part of buying a home. That is our topic for Insurance Talk today with Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasur. We are the father-daughter team from Vancorp Insurance, locally owned and family-run insurance agency answering all your insurance questions here in Central Oregon. Rex, uh, owning a home is kind of the American dream. It is, and it's really exciting when you get a chance to buy your first home. And... But there are there are things that you got to know and things that you can can there are pitfalls there are uh, insurance is kind of one of the things you don't think about when you're looking at your dream home you're like look at this it's got three to four bedrooms and i've got two bathrooms and i don't have to share anymore and and you're looking at the backyard and the front yard oh you're thinking of all the things of your how you're going to enjoy that house and um it's going to raise your family or what or be a retirement home or whatever it's a truly a, a a wonderful time, but there are some stresses and there's some things you need to be doing and be aware of. And since the name of the show is Insurance Talk, we're going to talk about the insurance issues that you need to have when you're talking about uh, buying a home. And just things to look for maybe when you're shopping so you're not as surprised when you finally sign the documents and you go, how much my insurance going to cost? Uh, insurance for a home can, can range anywhere from a couple hundred dollars, three, four hundred dollars to a couple of thousand, depending on the home, depending on where it's at. One of the things that you need to be aware of is that insurance companies rate homes based on where they're at in relationship to the fire department. Now, if you're in a city and there's a fire department right around the corner, well, then there's not much to think about. And sometimes you can even look for the fire hydrant if you're inside city limits. So looking for the fire hydrant, how many blocks away is it? Correct. That's one of the things you need to look at. And checking with the fire department to see what the protection class is at that particular spot makes a a big difference in what the insurance costs. What is a protection class? All right. There's this wonderful organization that goes around the country and gives a rating of 1 to 10 to every community based on the effectiveness and the equipment and the of the fire department. One being a remarkably good fire department. There's very few ones. Ten being there is no fire department. So that means that, or if there is one, it's more than five miles away. It has the to, amount of time it would take, take for get, the fire department to get to your home might be too yeah. long. If you're in a city and uh, you called 911, typically the fire department's there in five to seven minutes. I mean, they're good. I mean, places like Ben, Lapine, all of these places have um, uh, Redmond, all have good fire departments. Boy, they get there in a hurry. But if you're 20 miles away from that fire department, next thing you know, it's 30 minutes. And the difference between how much fire damage can be caused to your home in 15 minutes versus 30 or 35 or 40 minutes um, is huge. And that's why fire insurance outside of cities is um, is a key. Now, there are cities that just don't have great um, fire departments. Um, some it could are, be like older equipment. Older equipment, the um, they, they're all volunteer. They haven't chosen to tax themselves to provide a fully paid uh, fire department. Maybe there isn't a water system. Maybe the fire department has to show up with the water to fight their fire, which is not uncommon at all. A lot of fire departments depend 100% on transported water. So they show up with uh, 
2,000 gallons of water in a truck and hope that's hope it all it takes. And so that's going to drive the cost of your insurance up. So if you are looking at that beautiful home um, all the way out in the woods and you can't see your neighbors, it is a good idea sometimes just to check the protection class um, just to see if you would be paying extra for your insurance. Yep. So some of the other ones... Um, well, things like trampolines yeah. and, and pools. Yeah, pools. I mean, they're so awesome. Everybody wants a pool. Oh, yeah. It's great. The kids have a great time. But if you show up at a, a house that you're looking to buy and the pool isn't fenced and the and it doesn't have locking gates... Uh, it does sometimes have safety. They have, like, safety flotation uh, devices those and all, all, this other all stuff. All the things that you need to have with a pool, you need to be aware of that. And not to forget the... the all pools have to have special filters now so that people don't get their hair caught in the filter underwater, which can lead to a tragedy. Um, trampolines are kind of surprised. I know some people are kind of like, why, why do you, why would it matter if you had a trampoline? <laughs> Only because every kid that gets on a trampoline eventually is going to try to do a backflip or a front flip and land um, either not on the trampoline or, you know, off the trampoline or bump into something and injuries happen on trampolines. Yeah, I have a stat that I picked up for the show. Um, estimated 3 million trampolines in U.S. backyards and over 240,000 medical-treated injuries because of them. So it's not great odds. Yeah, not great odds. <laughs> Um, we've also talked about like HOAs, just or homeowners associations. Yeah, homeowners associations are great vehicles for people who are willing to work together to create a you know wonderful neighborhood. Sometimes they have extra fines, though, or extra fees, and so you have to make sure you count that into your purchase of your home. Correct. Be be careful of of those kind of things. Also, if you're the kind of person who doesn't doesn't play well with others, find a house with them without an HOA. And then we talked about this topic already um, on another show, but flood zones. And this is something that you would get into right away if you were looking to purchase a home in a flood zone area. Correct. Now, the bank is going to probably control the the that they're going to be looking at the flood zone and uh, saying yeah you need floods or insurance or you don't but if you're paying cash for your house and a lot of people do uh depending on what stage in life they are and uh no one's going to tell you to buy flood insurance and next thing you know you might be ankle deep in water and uh, not have any insurance to um, cover the extensive damage to your home water will damage your home as much or more than a fire and you need to be aware that um of where that flood zone is you can learn more about flood zones by checking out our podcast at VanCorpInsurance.com. We're going to take a break and stay with us as we go into other life changes that might affect your insurance. More insurance talk is on the way on 105.7 KQAK and KQAK.com. This is Insurance Talk on 105.7 KQAK and KQAK.com. Now, once again, here are your hosts, Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasur. Weddings. We love them. We hate them. We laugh. We cry. We dance. And how do they affect your insurance? Well, getting married is a big life change, and so it does affect maybe the cost or how your insurance is set up. You are listening to Insurance Talk with Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasser, the father-daughter team from Bancorp Insurance. We're located in beautiful Central Oregon, and we're here to answer all of your insurance questions. So um, I got married in 2014. Rex, you've been married to my mom now for 41 years. Yeah. 
Not that much has changed from when you get married. <laughs> no, no, not that much has changed. Uh, combining households and planning the wedding and doing all the things that are that happen while you're putting together a wedding uh, are stressful. And a lot of people don't think about insurance, but it's something that is part of uh, part of the the whole um, the process. So let's talk about maybe what you need to do when you're planning the wedding, because I think this is a step a lot of people forget. Well, depending on where the wedding's going to be, if it's just going to be a simple uh, family wedding, you know, in the backyard, you know, 10 or 15 people, eh, insurance is not typically a, a big issue. But if you're throwing a big party, and especially if you're renting a venue, the venue may come to you and say, hey, you need to buy insurance. You need to provide us with a certificate of insurance. And if you're serving alcohol, they also want to make sure that you have liquor liability um, as well as them in the event that one of your guests manages to over and buy. That never happens. Very rarely, rarely happens at weddings. Yeah, so just maybe... <laughs> very, very rarely. <laughs> maybe overconsume um, and then either create a liability, which be in so a, many different ways. So many different ways, from the fist fight with the, um, with the obnoxious uncle to the um, driving home drunk and um, causing an accident. And even just property damage to maybe the rented location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of those things can happen. So best thing to do is, actually, this is a situation where we don't sell insurance for this. We actually recommend a firm where you buy it online. Typically, it costs between 100 to $150 for the event, and you just go online click a few buttons, and then you get um, insurance. And it's a little bit of peace of mind, too. It is. Especially if you're having 100 to 500 guests. Yes, yes. Depends on, yeah, correct. If you're having a really big wedding, um, and 100 people is a big wedding. Yeah, it's a big wedding. Yeah. So we always recommend doing that. We also recommend buying the same thing if you're having a big party for an anniversary. uh, Yeah, you guys had a a big anniversary bar mitzvah, anything like that. Um, if there's a big party and there's a venue, we always recommend that you buy the insurance for the 100 150 bucks. It's a good idea. Especially that liquor liability. That one is kind of a sneaky one. But if you're serving booze, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, correct. Because alcohol causes problems sometimes. And we all need to be aware of it. Now, the other side is once you're done saying I do and you've got the rings and you're running out the door, um, a lot of couples forget that now they can have their autos on the same insurance policy. And maybe when they do, they might get a little surprise. Like, how many tickets have you had? Uh, yeah, from personal experience. And I know that my wife's going to hear this. But... Uh, 41 years ago when we got married, I was surprised to find out that she had three tickets. And my insurance, our insurance, was quite expensive for a couple of years until until those tickets dropped off. I have to I have to say that she's been an excellent driver ever since. <laughs> maybe one <laughs> ticket, maybe two in 40 years. Yeah, so, and that was actually something um, you can get discounts if you have yes. multiple cars. Or um, it, there's been studies that say if you have a spouse or you're a married couple, that you tend to drive safer. Yeah. So you get in less accidents. Oh yeah, you're not out. Well, typically, once you have children, you got you know you're people. Not hot all, all those all those responsibilities. <laughs> all of a sudden that you have in life, uh, they do they do translate directly to the how fast you drive and and, and the way you drive. And then homeowners are renters insurance too. So yeah. you yeah. can get maybe get a discount if you combine your home and auto, or if you can buy your renters and your auto insurance from the same carrier. Right, and you also realize that you're combining households, and if you are renting. Um, you need to think to yourself, look around and say, okay, if, if this wasn't, if all, if all of our, I'm like underline our stuff is not here in the morning because of a fire or a windstorm or something happens, then uh, do, do we have enough insurance to replace it all? Yeah, maybe you need to update the contents if you're moving in together mm-hmm. because now you've got twice as much contents. Yep. One of the other things that people need to think about when they're getting together is life insurance. Yep. Especially once children are involved because if... 
And what is life insurance all about? And we'll go into life insurance at a later segment in depth, but it's really about replacing the income of the person who's um, passed away and providing uh, financial security to the survivors. Well, if you are married and you guys have a house and children, there are all kinds of um, responsibilities that are dependent upon the income that might be disappear in the event of a, an untimely death. Yep, so that's one that when you get married, it's not a bad idea to ask your insurance agent about. And the, one of the ones I think that's kind of a smaller one, um, jewelry insurance. You just bought a very expensive that's ring. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jewelry insurance. Yes. We don't want to lose that. Yeah. If you're, you know, and people are always like, well, no one's going to steal my ring, but you know, Lake Shasta doesn't care, you know, <laughs> yeah. WikiUp doesn't care. care. Yeah. Right. Yep, it doesn't care. And I can't tell you how many people have walked into my office and said that they were in a bathroom, they washed their, they took the ring off, put it on the sink like they do at home to wash their hands in a public bathroom. And then they walk out, they get back to the table at the restaurant, and um, it's not there. They realize they go back and it's gone. Yep, and so that's that's one you can always schedule. One thing I want to throw in here real quick is, is that... When you're married, it's also a good idea to have a will. And every couple that has a will, that has children, specifically need to have um, a will so that the survivors are given clear directions as to what is supposed to happen in the future. So that's one of the, the big recommendations we have for um, for people who are getting married. It's, it's one of those life, it's a big life-changing thing. And you need to make sure that that's part of your um, part of your plan. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to go into the other side of weddings, which are divorces. Oh, Stay with us on Insurance sad Talk subject. with Rex Lisser and Cherie Martinez. More Insurance Talk is on the way on 105.7 KQAK and KQAK.com. This is Insurance Talk on 105.7 KQAK and KQAK.com. Now, once again, here are your hosts, Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasur. Getting a divorce or going through a separation is not fun. It is emotional no matter how good of terms you and your spouse might be leaving the relationship. Um, we're talking about steps that you might need to take for your insurance when you're getting a divorce. You're listening to Insurance Talk with Rex Lasser and Cherie Martinen, the father-daughter team from Bancorp Insurance. We're a locally run uh, family insurance agency, and so unfortunately, along with good news like babies and weddings, we also hear bad news like divorce. Yes, it's unfortunate, but sometimes things like that happen. And we have people call in, they share that this is happening, they ask for advice all the time. So it's one of those things that, you know, it it's does. a life change. It it's affects a, everything, including it, your insurance. It does. One of the first things that happens is, is if the divorce is, if there's a separation and someone moves out, then there's a second household. And we need to talk about making sure that the contents and the liability from that household is um, insured. If there's an apartment, then there's a rental insurance policy. If, one of if the, you're changed where you're garaging your... Your auto, right? right. Well, yep. you need, well, auto auto gets even a little bit stickier. I mean, with 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 homes, it's okay if you're living someplace else and you have your own apartment. Well, you need a, a renter's policy until things are done and you can maybe buy your own home and then you you know go out on independently and buy your own um, homeowner's policy, which is typically what happens. Auto's a little bit touchier because all of a sudden we've got two households we've got one policy are we sharing income do the parties need to separate their insurance uh, one of the things that we've s- seen in the past and this was this was many years ago and it was a 
was, it was a real tragedy from, from my perspective for the, for the family and for the couple. The couple were not doing well. They were actually quite angry at each other. And one party in this, in this divorce called up us and said, hey, take this car off. Well, I we, mean, that's a request we get all, all the time. time. Sometimes people sell a vehicle yeah. or they... Uh, Routine, every day, yeah. so, you know, somebody's calling up saying, take this car off, add another one. In this case, the, the, the person told us to take the car off, and we did. Well, what we didn't know is that they were they were getting divorced. They did not share that with us. No one bothered to tell us. Now, granted, I'm going to tell you that typically when, you are, when you're fighting with your spouse or going through this kind of emotional thing, your insurance agent is probably not the top of the list of people you want to call and talk to. I mean, we know our place. Uh, we're this, we're well down that list. This was vindictive. This was vindictive. And what happened was is the, the, the spouse that was driving the car that was taken off did not know they were driving a car without insurance. And they had an accident. And what happened was, is this person's vehicle was totaled. They injured somebody. They were at fault. So not only did they have to um, pay for their own damages to their own car, they were being sued without insurance in a different state. And it was, um, it was, a, it was a mess. And it could. And since they weren't divorced, officially, the papers weren't signed, they were a couple. And actually, the any... Um, any judgment that came to the to the the one spouse, the, the one affected, spouse the affected the other spouse, and so both of them would be financially responsible for the damage. So it, it was it was ugly. And then they came and said, "Why did you let him do that?" And we said, "We he's, didn't know." He's the insured. He's an insured. He's his name's on the policy. He can make changes. He doesn't need to tell us what he's doing, although we appreciate it and we would certainly hope that people wouldn't do that. And most won't. Most people are not that way, but you know, occasionally it happens. So if you are in a really particularly nasty divorce, call up your insurance agent and say, hey, no changes until unless until and unless both of us say it's okay. And if it's that kind of situation, maybe you get your own insurance policy so you have control over it. Uh, one of the other things that you need to talk about is your life insurance. If you did buy life insurance, beneficiaries are maybe need to be changed. If there's children involved, maybe the beneficiary needs to be um, changed to a trust. Maybe it needs to be changed to somebody you trust, yeah. <laughs> a parent or so on. Then again, this all gets tied up in the will. Who's going to have custody of the children? Of course, the courts are involved in all of this. And uh, the courts can sometimes say if there's a life insurance policy in force that, the, that one party or the other has to maintain it for the benefit of the children. And then, you know, you have to follow what the courts say. But don't forget about that life insurance policy. One of the things that has happened is, is that after a divorce, someone will pass away and the, and the proceeds from their life insurance go to the estranged spouse. And that's hard, especially if they remarry. Yes, it is very hard if they remarry. And nobody wants to see that happen. But that's what the contract says. You don't change the contract. The beneficiary is the beneficiary. It's in writing, and there's nothing we can do to change it. So be very aware that that's something that um, you need to make uh, make a change on. Um, another one that I think people don't think about until it comes up when you're getting a divorce is your health insurance. Um, you might be on a spouse's employee plan, or you might just have a joint health insurance as well as covering children. <laughs> This can get kind of complicated. If you are removed from a spouse's health plan, you can um, you automatically enroll in something called open enrollment period. It doesn't last very long though. You only got like 30 days to get into your insurance office and say, I need health insurance, um, help me out. So as soon as 
you have been removed from a health insurance policy, it's a good idea to take action and go and, and receive help for finding a new plan. It's also um, because your income's changing in the household, you may qualify for Oregon Health Plan, also known as OHP. It could change what your kids are covered under, if they're going to stay under the spouse's plan or if they go to OHP as well. So those are just some things to think about if you're going through a divorce. If you have any questions on today's topic, you can call us at 1-800-452-6826. If you have a insur- burning insurance question you'd like us to answer, email us at Bancorp at BancorpInsurance.com. This is Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasser from Bancorp Insurance. And if you're interested in listening to this episode again of Insurance Talk, go to our website at BancorpInsurance.com. The preceding was a paid commercial advertisement for Bancorp Insurance. The views and opinions expressed within do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management at Horizon Broadcasting Group. Join us again this time next week for Insurance Talk with Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasser on 105.7 KQA and kqak.com.